Derek. Try it. It's a rainy Sunday, episode 30 of the Beyond the Curve, the MX podcast. We have a guest. That's why we're doing this on Sunday. We got a guest. We're going to talk amateur motocross, amateur off-road, probably some more amateur motocross, rain outs, and it makes perfect sense since for episode 30, we have a rain out right now. Pretty much. We are sitting on the pool deck in the shade. But Derek, introduce our guest. Meet Caleb Groves, uh, future MX 450 Pro A rider. Um, he's we we get to ride with him pretty much every weekend at this point. Um, kind of doing a little bit of training with Caleb as well, uh, trying to get him up to that next level. So, Caleb, tell us about Caleb. Well, I uh, I started at a pretty young age. You know, I uh, I started on a little Honda 50 back when I was like four or five years old. And then uh, from there, we went to the 110 class. Back when it was super popular there at Dade City, we'd have 30-plus kids out there on the line for the 110 class, which was always fun. You know, just went to 65s. Actually, I made it to the Reddas, or I qualified for the Reddas on the 65, but we made the mistake of letting me ride the 85 right before the Reddas, and <laughs> then I ended up not wanting to ride the 65. So we never went to the Reddas. Um, Kind of, we kind of quit racing after Super Minis. I quit racing for about four or five years. And then this past year is actually when I started racing up again. And then I got a good job, bought my own bike. And then Future and Megs came up to me, asked if I would ride for them. So that's kind of where we're at now. Oh, yeah. So what made you want to come back? Really, I, uh, what kind of made me want to come back is uh, I actually worked at a pizza shop. Worked at a pizza shop and just so having their daughter started racing up and her name's actually JC Ray uh, she 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 was racing and then it kind of convinced me to whip out the old 250 rode that once every six to eight weeks or 68 months and then uh, when I when I was working at Irby uh, my boss had a has a kid and he was wanting me to train him and he kind of we were in the motor, motorcycle shop one day, we were getting air filters or something, and they had a brand new 250 KTM 250 two-stroke sitting there, and I've always wanted to ride a 250 <laughs> stroke and somehow he convinced me to take it home and started riding again then, and then from there I was riding every weekend just whenever I could, just riding for fun, really. And then uh, Mr. Heath Thor came up to me one weekend, asked to talk to me, and we sat down, and think the next two or three days I sat down at RJ Huss's house and we signed a contract for Future MX. Very cool. I always wonder what like brings people back after after a pretty long break. It's it's one of those deals like I took 10 years off um, just started riding again what the past year and a half. Yeah. And it's it's in your blood. I mean when it's there it's there. You're, you're not ever going to be able to quit. Yeah. It's a lot then, of things people say is uh you can get out of the sport for a while, but it's always going to drag you back yeah. in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So we've had the chance – well, I, I just met you today, but Derek's had the chance to meet you over their period of time of being at Dade City and, and some of the other tracks around. What are – you've kind of gotten back in and you're starting to travel some with the racing. One, and there's no – we don't care. What is your favorite place? I know Dade City is – the home but in florida what's your favorite track well like you said uh dade city is my home track grew up racing there for maybe 14 15 years obviously i love it there but i really think my favorite track to date right now at least is probably okeechobee 
No. Okay. They got that black dirt. It's a beautiful track, beautiful facility. It's got a really cool layout. I, I, I've only had the chance to ride there once, but I, I loved it. Actually, this past weekend for the Gold Cup, we rode Diamondback, and I had a blast at Diamondback. Diamondback was really, really fun. It See, was. We, we all had a, an awesome weekend yeah. there. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about uh, Moto Bros, yeah. Okeechobee MX. Um, we, we have not had the opportunity to go down there. We do have Gold Cup there in two weeks. Unfortunately, it's on a day night, so we have to pinpoint how we're going to do that but there is no negative remarks about that facility at all yeah. it is a beautiful facility um they've done they put a lot of money and a lot of work into that facility It is a beautiful facility have you had the opportunity to race out of state uh yes actually <laughs> the day after i signed with future mx they put me on a brand new 450 i rode it at date city for about 30 minutes and then we decided to go up to Virginia for the area qualifier oh. for Loretta Lynn's <laughs> after having about 30 minutes on the bike. We actually did surprisingly well up there. I ended up getting second overall in College Boy, and then I rode 450A Pro, I believe, and I ended up, I think, fourth overall. I was leading the second moto, and I made some rookie mistake, and I ended up going down. I worked my way back up to, like, third, I believe. I got second in the first moto and then third in the second moto, and it put me in, like, a fourth overall. Which was I was I was super happy with my my results considering just how much time I had on that bike. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. So how was the experience in Virginia? Difference of terrains, tracks, soils. So it was really it was like Georgia clay almost. It was like uh -huh. red clay. It was it was new to me. It I don't. It was a really cool facility too. That that track was super cool because it had it had like a pond in the middle and it had a lot of elevation and mm -hmm. like wrapped around the pond. It was. A really cool track. Hmm. Very it was cool. uh, Lake Sugar Tree. Oh, is that is that the old track that uh, Osborne's parents used to run? Or they? I can't remember the name of that place. I, I it, believe it, could it used be. to be a yeah. national. Yeah, back at, yes, yeah, there was. I can never remember what the name of it was, yeah. but yeah, that sounds right. But, Lake Sugar uh, Tree. Well, awesome. So, not only do you do the motocross stuff, but you also dabble for fun in some of the off-road stuff. Yes, sir. Why? I, 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 it's fun to ride every once in a while and it's really good for stamina. Like, um, my dad, like back in the day, like growing up, my dad did hair scrambles Okay. and we did a lot of training in the woods and I, I just enjoy trail riding. Like it's, it's, it's fun to do every once in a while. I definitely wouldn't do it like full time. Yeah. Like motocross is where my heart is, but it's good. It's good to do like once or twice a year, good stamina building. Awesome. It's, it's 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 different environment. It's it's really cool. Yep, and we're going to talk about the FTR a little more here later. But I want to let Derek dive into some of the motocross stuff because you have a much closer relationship, and kind of you two have kind of got a, like an unofficial guidance system going on. And and I want to dive into how that's how you two met and also what that relationship is becoming. Yeah. So like I I met Caleb at, at Dade City. Um, it's been a while back now. Um, we chit chatted here and there, and then I think one weekend I just ended up asking where he wanted to be, and um, I, I've watched him ride over and over. I never took total um, perception of you know how he rode up until like we we had a chat, but um, so I asked him where he wanted to be. He's like, you know, I'd, I'd really like to race a couple of Supercross races next year, and, and this and that. And um, so I think I ended up texting you the one night or something. I'm like, well, let's. 
I don't know what the points are anymore. I believe it used to be 60 points within like an 18-month span. I think it still is that. I think it's like a year, yeah, a couple months, or a year to get your pro license. So I'm like, if that's what you want to be, like I will, I can help you do that. Um, so I, I, I've been paying more attention. And over the the time frame, you know, he's helped Bowen, um, our our son, and it just kind of grew into a friendship at this point. But um, I still try to I, – I pay much more attention to the riding and give him some guidance. And, um, you know, I'm not a pro guy by any means, and we know that. But I, I know what it takes to get to that level. Um, I know the work that needs to be involved and how to put somebody at that level. And I think oh, just over the last few weeks alone, um, he's been taking some guidance in, and just the the progression is phenomenal. Really I've been improving a lot, just with the stamina side and my riding itself. It, he's helped me out quite a bit. So I mean, you, g- give me your input on it, because there's like for us, it's it's like a friendship every weekend. Um, so, but th- there's obviously a, a a point from you that we haven't heard really. So so really my biggest struggle right now is just guidance like i obviously i i'm willing to put in the work to go pro like that's mm-hmm. obvi- the end goal is what i want to do i just i just needed the guidance and derek has helped me out a lot just with you know training and getting my getting my shit together and you know he just that's really the guidance is all i need so what does that look like going forward not on derek's side per se because you can get the guidance but what is that futures part of that since you're now riding with them under them however that relationship is what are they going to be offering do they have places they want you to go race do they have like what does this next year look like for you with them so this so for the rest of this year my main goal is minios right now that's what we're we're focusing towards um just doing i know for the supercross you can earn pro points on that one i'm i don't think you can earn pro points for the motocross I don't believe. So I actually made a deal with RJ Huss. He said, if I get top five in the pro class, in the 450 pro class in Minios, we'll do some of the future rounds, and you can earn pro points from them too. So that's that's really the main goal for the rest of this year is just placing well in Supercross Minios. And that futures thing is becoming – it's now got the industry's attention and that's where everybody's going yeah um those in the combines like that that is now like oh if you can make it here okay we'll look at you yeah so and i think i'm kind of at a standpoint where future was at with him um you can watch the kid ride and he's he's a phenomenal rider but you could tell the the fine finesse the the little things were off um i think we've even talked about this Like like he said, he, he was missing the guidance. So future future has a good program going. Um, I'm sure we're talking to their rider. They're going to listen in on this. They have a good program going. What they do for their riders is is pretty well. Um, they have helped me out yeah. tremendously. I am super thankful for them. But there's a lot of these guys just need the extra push. Yeah. So what he what they're doing for him is fantastic. Um, but then you got to bring in the other elements of what. Bring, makes a pro rider because they don't do it on their own. Yeah. So you bring that knowledge um, and then the bike support, the the overall support that they provide him. Like I, I think we're making just in a few short months the, quite a bit of progress towards the goals that he originally told me he wanted. So and I'm if that's if I'm that piece that he needed, then so be it. Um, I, I'll be happy to get him to that point, but. Um, 
I think that's what uh, that's what uh, there's a lot of lacking in some of these. What do I want to call it? Some of these groups, like the Future MX, or I mean, nothing against them. Uh, they're fantastic, all of them. Um, if they don't have a set training program, then it's hard for these guys to get into the rhythm of they want to be pro, but what does it take to get to there? Yeah. And then you know, there's always that missing link of finding that one person that can get you there. So um, I think your next year is going to be game-changing. So you work, correct? Yes, sir. I have a full-time job. Okay, so your life is about to get real boring. Because <laughs> you're going to work, you're going to train, and you're going to race, and that's really going to be And that's it. that's exactly what I told him. I'm like, you you work, you train, you ride. Yeah. And there's I'm, I'm game for it. That and I'm, sleep. Yeah. Yep. I'm willing to put in the work. And I I don't think anybody's ever told you that before, and that's kind of what what boiled down to the the stamina issues is to get to that level. It's work, sleep, train, ride, do it again. And that's kind of what I've been doing these here past couple of weeks is I've really not really been hanging out you know like i like yeah. i used to um i've just been sitting down working going home going to sleep training riding as much as i can just putting in as much seat time as i can yeah that, that's and i think for you you were talking about this new deal and and the focus for this year i think for you it's pretty awesome because and you can answer this probably better as the rider mini o's is a place where we go to get looked at Correct. You don't have to worry about that. You can just go ride. Now, because for this next year, it's building. And maybe I'm overreaching on that, but does it give you kind of a sense of peace to like, hey, I can just go here and perform now? Yeah. Yes, um, in a sense. Yes, I. Uh, it does kind of give me a little bit of relief because Minios is known for that. Like you go to Minios and you try to do the best you can because there's a lot of amateur teams and pro teams that are there, like Star Racing Yamaha and all of them. They go there a lot and you know just pick up kids like there's kids from all around the country that are come just come to minios just to be seen yeah i mean and it does kind of give me a little bit of recognition exactly yeah, yeah it does it does give me a little bit of calm i guess knowing that i am on the future mx team and that they're helping me out and i can just go there and put my head down put my laps in and do what i need to do and not have to worry about that aspect of it and you have a place to put your stuff yes you have you you yeah. have a home there like it's not like you're straight up privateering it you have a base yep i have we have the semi and i'll have a, a canopy to set underneath and it, that's a really nice aspect of it the uh, it does kind of take some weight off my shoulder in that in that sense of it yeah because it's hard at an amateur standpoint to even get to minios in general because yes. it, it is a very expensive week um and people that don't know of Minios, I mean, everybody knows of Minios, I think, in this sport. But what actually goes into Minios, it's an entire week during Thanksgiving. So all these families miss Thanksgiving at home. Um, to You're pretty much living out a dream at Minios uh, to give it some kind of shot. It's the miniature Loretta's is what I call it. Cause oh, that's it, a good. It's exactly what it is. Um, it's the Florida Loretta's. And it it's a big club. club publicity place um and i i'm excited for this year with him because i think we're going to race it but uh, we're going to be there regardless um just to to see where we go i am i am looking forward to it just with my riding and my results just from the gold cup i know it's nowhere near the scale that many is going to be but it's this gold cups rounds have given me a lot of confidence i guess like 
I know I rode Dade City a lot, and I, I don't want to be known as the Dade City guy. You know I mean, that can only ride good at Dade City. So going to these other tracks and going all around Florida and performing well has given me a boost of confidence, mm-hmm. I can say. So I, I am excited for Minios and see what we can do. I think that's awesome. I mean, that, that, that's the fun part is that journey of trying to get there. So I do have to ask, as, as like since you have a full-time job, how does that work for – do you just burn your vacation on those races? Pretty much, yes, sir. I am I am fortunate enough to actually work for Robert Noah. He is I've known him for since I started racing at Dade City. He goes to Dade City all the time. He's he um, races himself. Yes, sir. He races. Uh, yep. He races. <laughs> he goes to Dade City every weekend and practices every Thursday night. So I am fortunate enough. So he kind of understands like the days I need off and stuff like that to go to these races and stuff. And I'm very fortunate to have that. I mean, there are pros that are doing it. I mean. Josh Cartwright. Yeah, I was say, Cartwright is a prime example uh, of a pro that is yeah. a full-time worker at heart that still works at the races and yeah. races every weekend. And who is the dude that he was really good in motocross from Maryland? And the summer of, oh, my goodness gracious, I can't remember, but he was from Maryland. He was an AC, HVAC tech, mm-hmm. and literally would work and then fly out, come home, work. I can't remember. It's it's yeah. going to drive me nuts that yeah. I'm drawing a blank right now. We've been we've been out of pro motocross for what yeah. a week, and now it's losing names. <laughs> and, he, and he was he had a couple good summers of like, and he was working full time. That's pretty much how it is right now. Like uh, during the Gold Cups, you know, I'd race Sunday, get home Sunday night, and go to work at five forty-five every morning, or the, the same next day. It, it's it's definitely tough, but I it it's what I want to do. So I'm going to tough through it, and I'm going to make it happen. That's what it takes. I mean, it's the that's what I found in him is the, just the drive. Um, you know where where he wants to be. So uh, he's actually been staying with us the past few weekends, the Gold Cup. Um, we've been providing housing essentially <laughs> at the races, and uh, you know, along with a little bit of mentorship, and it's it's been fun. So, but so we talked about FTR a little bit, and we had the Barto race this this weekend. Trey actually just came back from yeah. the Sunday Barto, yeah, yeah the downpour. Cra- it's funny the tale of two days of off road racing. Like it, whether it's GNCC FTR, you'll go to one day and it'll be terrible. The next day it'll be like gorgeous. There's never a weekend where it's terrible the whole weekend. Yeah, and I've gone to races where it's been 50 degrees and the next day it's 19 and you're like. What is happening? Like, yeah. it was so unbelievably hot Saturday. It was, yeah, I was cooking. You yeah. actually were there. I went there to watch my nephew and I guess my niece's boyfriend race yesterday on mm-hmm. quads. You were there doing some, and I still haven't figured out why you guys enjoy this. What bike were you on yesterday? Yeah, that's, why? that's what I was getting at. Let's, <laughs> let's explain the bike, the bike story, and then so, the bike you rode because. <laughs> it's it's interesting. So I ended up riding in the pre-modern class. I rode at 01 KX125. Um, so Friday night, we decided we were going to race it. Um, it's actually so one of the co-owners of Future MX, Mr. Brian, he bought he bought this bike uh, from a boy at a gas station. <laughs> and <laughs> That's why I figured you'd enjoy this story. That's why we're getting into it. So bought it from a boy at a gas station, and I think he only had it a couple of days, and then... Um, Mr. Heath Thor on the Future Mix team, he asked if I wanted to ride it. So I said, of course, I think that would be so much fun. So I picked it up Friday night and picked it up Friday night, kind of went over it, you know, checked the oil, drained the gas, put new gas in it, and just made sure it went through all the gears, and it, it ran beautifully. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm willing to race it. So picked it up Friday night, you know, did my whole thing, and then I drove up there Saturday morning, and we rode the pre-modern A-class. 
and it, I had so much fun on that bike. Like, I, that was the most fun I've had on a bike in a long while. And those guys scoot. Those guys on yeah. these older oh bikes, they goodness. are flying. They were flying. I was racing with the Keelan brothers, you know, Corey Keelan, Kyle Keelan. And it, those boys, they were on a uh, – Kyle was actually on a um, uh, Suzuki 250 uh, two-stroke, and Kyle was on a KX 250 two-stroke. And it, it was just a blast. You know, I, I – I, I obviously I didn't know how to do an FTR start, so I got damn near dead last <laughs> <laughs> on the off the start. But I I worked my way up to I believe I was like eighth, I believe, and then my brakes went out halfway through the first lap, ran into some trees, <laughs> and then uh, I, I started up back up again. I just pumped the brakes a little bit. They started working again, and I I believe that my I got up to like sixth or seventh, and then I was on the third lap. I was going. I was going to pit actually on that lap, and I ended up running out of gas, in like the the fifth or sixth mile. See, this is the this is the off road joy. Like you don't have this in motocross, supercross. You don't, oh, you're not bouncing off trees. You're no, not. you're not. But this isn't the first time that Caleb has ran out of gas in a race. <laughs> oh, oh. So we ran out of gas. I, you were the future with what? Maybe a month. It was maybe a month. And he runs out of gas at Dade City. Yep, I was leading, in the middle of a race. Leading the race, it was like second lap in that's that's the night that i think i actually <laughs> sat down and talked to you like i i believe it was. Th- that's what brought it all up i don't that's not what brought it up but i'm like are you serious <laughs> you, you run this thing out of gas in the middle of a race and then he goes out so he told he tells me the story at ftr that he runs out of gas i'm like are you are you shitting me <laughs> again and that's and, and, and with some of the changes they've made to ftr this year especially on the sunday afternoon races they've they've gone to a full two-hour race and guys were having to start calculate if they're going to need to make a pit stop and yeah and uh but yeah so yesterday track was it's a little bit different on a saturday versus a sunday yep but I, I don't understand i appreciate that guys want to go out and run these older bikes but there's also guys that run older bikes and i'm like i kind of enjoy that 14 inches of travel six i don't think i'm gonna enjoy that oh yeah there was boys i was out there i was i was lapping them and they were on like these super old like yz's and i i i, I don't know how they enjoy riding those things but they, it was, they it. just looked like they were yeah, beating them up yeah and crazy. They, they love it they love they they love it and that saturday there is serious racing going on but mm-hmm. there's also the specialty class racing that happens on the saturday and um you know watching the quad guys come through and then watching that same corner today at the start of the hair scramble for the bikes i was like dude that corner does not look like fun and they had so much rain last night that the corner if you missed the corner bye-bye you were diving off into the swamp but uh today i mean the ftr stuff's good garrett edmiston and jesse ansley and zach osborne we were before we sat down i actually was checking scores and at one point coming across the line all three of them within one second of one another fender defender fender defender going and i'm sure there is hooting hollering screaming yelling and I had I actually had the opportunity yesterday to sit down with uh, Jesse Ansley for about I don't know twenty twenty five minutes. We were shooting the breeze, and and you know he's another one of those kids that's trying to make it that same in a different mm-hmm. genre, the same thing you're going through right now. Of hey, this is what I want to do. Let me give it my best shot. And I think now that you have this stability, now you get to kind of see. You yeah. get to you get to try it. Yep. So. I believe he's going for the GNCC, and he not. 
He this was doing GNCC. He was doing Enduros. I'm I'm not sure which direction he he was doing GNCC, and he's kind of done his own thing this year a little bit more with kind of picking and choosing. I mean, I think he did a mid east race a couple weeks ago, and that's cool. So he's just wherever the Bouncing van goes, around. yeah, yep. wherever the van goes, and kind of like you guys do pro sport races, wherever there's a paycheck. Yep. Let me go see if I can cash in a little bit. <laughs> so I mean, same thing. It's it's all the same thing. Just a you guys don't deal with trees and we bounce off of them. Oh, yeah. I bounced off a couple of trees yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> they they jump out right in front of you. I'm telling you. I mean, there there ain't no way that your suspension didn't feel much different than the the very oh. pre modern because this bike has blown fork seals. <laughs> They're dumping oil. This guy's out there. He brought this race to Dade City straight after. Yep, He's I, like, I'm racing the 125 I, I class on this thing. Oh. I'm like, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, don't go out there and sky everything like you do on the 450. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he does. <laughs> and would you, would you make it? Two laps? Was I it think, two laps? I think we made it around a lap and a half or two laps, like right before the finish line, and she locked up on me. But we got it freed up yep, again. we got it freed up. We got to run in the day. Got to love the pre-modern <laughs> bikes. Hey. Hey, but, you know, just empty the bowl, <laughs> kick it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a bike sit for seven years, and I kicked it twice, and it started. Oh, this bike, I was so surprised. As soon as the, as soon as I got it, I kicked it once, and it fired right up. And you got to love a 125. You can crank it with your hand. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. back when I used to race 125 off-road, I would fall on hills and stuff, and I couldn't get, I'm short, so I couldn't get over the bike. So I would literally put it in neutral, and I would just crank it with my hand and walk <laughs> beside it up the hill until I could get up the hill. There yeah, you go. I mean, whatever you got to get, dude, to get yeah. it done. Those 125s are so loose. Oh, it's amazing. I, like but I said, I had so much fun. It beat me to hell, <laughs> but I had so much fun on that He's bike. He's failing it today. Oh, my hands. I have so many blisters. My pinky's actually broken right now. I, and I think that's the cool thing is I think this off-road, this Florida series, it is so big. It's gotten, at one point, it got a little too big for itself. Mm -hmm. and, and But there's there's such a good time value of money of getting to go race for an hour and a half to two hours and then when you're done you sit around you have a beer you have a body armor you, you eat food they cook they everybody hangs out and it becomes a weekend camping trip and yeah. you race your race or some people are racing multiple classes like i have a buddy that he races pre-modern and he also races regular so he's racing on saturday and sunday there was a young woman that raced four classes in a weekend I couldn't do it. Like, Four classes. What, was that was that last year that I raced that race, or two years ago I think now? Two years ago now. That I did one lap. <laughs> you know, I I mean, I did a lap in practice, and then I did a lap. We did a lap in practice. It was muddier than all hell, and we were, him and I were talking about this. But then I go out and race. I'm like, I'm done. Fourteen lap or fourteen miles. I'm done. That's another reason why I enjoy it so much is because it's it's much more laid back than motocross is. It like, is. It's yeah. more family orientated. Yeah. Um, like, you know, obviously motocross is family orientated, but it's a lot more stressful, I guess you could say. Not stressful, but it's a lot more hardcore. Yeah. I guess FTR is a little bit more laid back. Well, and I think there's that's kind of built in because I go to a motocross race. I can watch you the entire time. There's yep. not one place I can't see you on the track. Your wives, your friends, they, they kiss you goodbye. They wave at you and you leave. You're coming back in 30 minutes. Yeah. And well, I don't know what happened while you were out there. And yeah. you're, you're telling all these stories that no one sees. Mm -hmm. So there kind of has to be this more at peace mm -hmm. with yep. the fans because we can't see you. I mean, I run a GPS monitor the whole time, so my wife can actually watch me on the GPS monitor, okay. but she has no idea where, where that is. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if he's on the track right now. <laughs> you know, like, what, what's he doing? So I think that motocross intensity is 
I will never say the racing's not as intense because to the FTR guys, they're racing. They're they're oh, yeah. they're battling. They're yeah. intense. But that intensity of that five lap race in a motocross where everybody is the eyes are on you all the time. That that is a true difference in the sport. Yeah. But it, I mean, it shows the the vast variety of the sport. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't tell you the amount of guys that when I ran out of gas that stopped and was like, "Are you okay?" And like actually checked on me. Yeah, yeah. Whether if, it, if that was motocross, they'd be, you know. Yeah, well, they're yeah they're taking taking any run around. You, yeah, it you was know? another position, and they might have used you as traction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a motocross race, that's what it turns into. Yeah. But that's a that's what when I raced FTR that that one race it's still the motocross mentality you just yeah. go full bore so i went full bore for 14 miles and by the time i hit the the motocross part of the track i was done i couldn't even pull a turn yeah that i i did do that yesterday first lap i got a table start and i was balls to the yeah, wall that's exactly that. I what i did because every, everybody else was on e-start and i had to kick mm. my bike and i you know I, you pass them almost all of them off the start because you're just motocross mentality yeah. but then come lap two you're like <laughs> <laughs> And you still got you still got ten to go, yeah. twelve to go. It's 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 a whole different sport. We've talked about this a hundred yeah. times. But that's why I like it is because it forces you to pace yourself. And yeah, it helps with motocross. I believe, especially in the pro sport classes where there being longer motos. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. it, it helps pace myself. You know? Yeah. No, I I think there 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 is a usefulness to it, even if it becomes just a training mechanism. Um, I I, I think it's great cross training because. You do have to have that intensity. Even in a motocross race, it's 35 minutes. Well, you're still going to be at a higher heart rate for that 35 minutes than I'm going to be for my two hours off-road. Yeah. But that being said, if you can use it as a training mechanism where, okay, I have to be able to stay here for two hours, yep. then I can amp it up because you're going to go through, even motocross, they go through peaks and valleys. They, yeah, they're pushing, but then they'll even say, yeah, I went hard for three laps, and then I got into a rhythm, and then I pushed – yeah. again later so the rhythms are just different yeah in, in the big pro motocross world yes but like the, the motocross that we race it is you know five yeah. six whatever laps it's pure yeah. straight intensity as hard as you can yeah. 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 those six laps but no I, th- I think that's fun but um oh shoot i don't know where i was going with that but that wasn't the only racing had date city Saturday night, we had supposed to have a gold cup, but I guess Orlando got hammered with rain. Flooded out. Yeah, yep. We're so we're racing water. that. What twenty first and twenty second of October yep, here. The weekend after Okeechobee, it was supposed to be the last. Okeechobee was supposed to be the last round, yep. but they moved Orlando to after that. So this weekend we have Gator back, and then Okeechobee, and then Orlando. And you'll get a little bit of sightseeing a Gator back before yep. Minios. Yep. And then I guess Triple Crown raced. Yesterday as well. Tampa today. Oh, today. Uh, okay. So practice yesterday. They were racing today. Um, I saw, we got home and I'm like, we should have drove to Tampa. Should have. But we didn't. Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot. There's just a lot. As we talked about last week, there's a lot of racing. Yeah. Right now. Florida yes. racing is at its peak right now. Yes. At uh, this time of the year, there's a lot of, lot of different rounds that you can pick and choose from. There was actually one of the boys that I raced at the Gold Cup. He was at uh, Etchikani this weekend. Oh. Okay. Yep. Instead of uh, instead of going to Orlando, he actually ended up racing at Etchikani today so I like it there's a lot of there's racing things. everywhere yep yeah, the south is alive with racing so it's it's one of those things but for you guys focusing on I guess are you focusing on gold cup right now kind of as a preparation for minios yes sir that, that's so with future we we wanted to be at every single round you know just for the representation and stuff and I I looked at it as you know training for minios yeah. you know getting in 
it's more of those high intensity races and more more on the line you know with yeah. the, the for with the pro classes at gold cups they actually pay you out so i think i think at uh orlando or not orlando um diamondback they paid top three and then they'd say this weekend they paid top two but they pay per moto they don't mm. pay for overall so okay. i think yeah day city was top two and then diamondback was top three per moto and then for you you just pay yeah i just pay <laughs> but next week big weekend gatorback it's like one of the preeminent tracks in florida and they're toasting a gold cup next week it is, and then um, they're allowing the only Supercross practice before Minios on their Supercross track. Uh-huh. So they'll do half a day Supercross practice there. Um, so it's a, a chance for everybody to see the track before Minios. Yeah. It's the the one and only opportunity because they, they do not open that track up during the year at all besides Winter Ams, Gold Cup, and Minios. So I have a question. How many riders do you think will then, since, hey, we're going to – offer you a practice on the how many riders do you think that gold cup's going to get compared to dade city or oh i believe a lot of people are going to be there this weekend just for that aspect i feel as if it's going to double um diamondback was a pretty busy house i mean it's nothing like minios by Mm -hmm. any means but it's a that track is world renowned i mean it's it's a very it's very cool to have the just the layout that they have there yeah. it's not so yeah. much just the tracks you got the quarries the the elevation everything it's yeah. it's it's like a northern atmosphere so you get the massive step ups on the diamondback i mean it gatorback is up and down and up mm-hmm. and down and then to have a super cross track is not something you see really anywhere anymore yeah. so i think there's going to be a lot there even if they're not racing sunday they're going to yeah. be there for practice on Saturday. percent oh, did you ever get to race Gatorback in the old layout. Um. So I I I've ridden there, you know my since my youth I I rode sixty fives there I rode eighty fives there and I did ride super minis there. Um. What do you mean by old layout? Because they've changed the way the track flows now. Yes. It used to come around and go all the way to the road and then do its up and downs. Yes, I did ride that layout. Uh, I I remember specifically just because. They used to have a step up, you know, where you go like kind of the S back and forth, mm-hmm. coming back up. They used to have a step up where you land up at the top and the sun would be in your eyes every morning <laughs> for practice. And as soon as you hit that step up, what used to be called the elevator. Yep. And it, it's changed over the years. It's not, I don't even, do they even still have that jump there? No, sir. Yeah. They, they took it out. But that was the jump that I watched a bike break in half mm-hmm. and 125s and the only the baddest dudes could clear it on a 125 because then there'd be everything. a 90 degree corner right after yep yep back down the hill yep back down and it was blue groove it, it, it was like oh, racing yeah. on this table we had a up north when i was younger you know full balls into it um we had a practice track called camp kevin that's what the, that's what they called the track <laughs> it was uh kevin goyer was the one that owned it uh, that's why they called it that but they had a 90 foot uphill step up Ooh. straight into a 90 degree oh that track that jump was gnarly um my cousin used to do it on a 125 just screaming you know i had my 250f and it it wasn't bad but you're still fourth gear pin to hit this jump yeah um we were doing this at like 12 years old that's kind of how uh lake sugar tree was yeah like the start was something i've never seen it was a start going straight downhill as soon as you went off the gate it was downhill it's these northern tracks they yeah with the elevation i mean there's only so much that you got to work with Mm. 
Well, most most tracks they have uphill starts. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's kind of Colorado. You think about Colorado, how steep the. It, if you're at the top that's of the hill, Steel City MX was, yeah. it, you know, it's uphill to a, a left-handed ninety. Yeah. So it's kind of that's downhill. It was it was straight downhill a ninety degree corner and then straight to an uphill triple. Yep. But I was having to hit third gear tapped on a four fifty. And there was there was these super mini kids that were hitting it and it, oh, it yeah. blew my mind. <laughs> I I do not understand how they I mean they were landing on the top of it, you know, kind of bouncing into the corner, but it was still it was third tapped on a four fifty. It's cause their mentality is just a little bit different. Oh yeah. They like, they, yeah. they do I don't care. Yeah. You know? Super mini kids nowadays are Unbelievable. Yeah, like they're so fast. Carson, Carson Wood, Wood yeah. Seth Dennis. Yeah. We I, we got the chance to watch them at the Gold Cup this weekend at Dade City, and those kids are unbelievable. The way that they're riding that track. Yeah. Yeah. They they're flying. I mean, they're just ringing them out. Yeah. yeah. Just just like those bikes are hanging on for one race, and that's it. And as then much you might as I, just build them again. As much as I hate to admit it, I actually I raced against them at Dade City for just a Saturday night race. Saturday night. Night race or whatever. In my class, I did. They'd put college boy and schoolboy together on the same gate, and them boys were on my ass the whole yeah. moto <laughs> on a four fifty. Like it kind of it kind of hurt my ego a little bit. <laughs> like they, on, I was on a four fifty, and they were on my butt the whole moto. It's fun watching those. That is a specific class and a specific riders. Like yeah. you see those kids because that bike's really useless except for a top level racer because yeah. you have to ride it like you got to scream it hanging off the back and just go Th- yes. those are the kids that you will see on tv in yeah. oh, a yeah. few years I oh mean, yeah carson he he actually he won the uh at the uh colorado the super motocross oh yeah yeah did. he yeah. ended up won in the super mini yeah, chicago. Chicago. chicago chicago sorry yeah. yeah chicago and he won it by what I think he was ahead by ten seconds. Yeah, he, we he were talking. On, about. He stayed on two wheels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what we were talking about last week. Is Ooh. him and uh, Seth Dennis both were? We got to watch them the, the weekend after they both yeah. rung it out at Chicago, which yeah. is it's awesome. That's that's the one thing I love about the Florida motocross life is those guys leave there, they fly home, and then they're racing with us on the weekend. Yep. yep. Speaking of local flair, have y'all heard the news as to who's going to be representing Puerto Rico? Our own Jack Chambers, since he's in Europe. No kidding. He's going to run. He's going to be representing Puerto Rico at at RNA next week. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Like, hey, you're here. Instead of us having to ship some other rider over. Yeah. Go ahead and ride it. Why don't you ride it? So the dude gets to represent. I know it's not the USA. But can you imagine if someone said, hey, Caleb, um, would you like to go race a... Would you like to go do uh, donations? I would be honored. That would be super yeah. cool. Just to like you know go to another country or something and just you're doing re- another represent yeah. a country yeah. and you're doing another country. You get to go through all the pageantry. You get to yeah. You get to race all these guys, which he's already raced a whole bunch of them because yeah, he's, but just the experiences alone. Yeah. I mean, so I'm I'm pretty I'm actually pretty excited because I really wasn't that excited. I mean, I want to support USA, but I didn't really care this year. But now it's like, dude, I'm gonna be watching results and figure out how I can oh, watch yeah. it and see if he, yeah, see how he does because that's cool. Like, you know, did you see the the um, the video of Kyle McGraw, uh, Florida FCA, Mm-mm. that was on our podcast? He got to sit and pray with uh, Team USA. Oh, really? At Orlando? Yep. Really. So oh, they cool. uh, they practice and then Kyle got to sit down with them and do a little prayer and stuff for the race. That's really awesome. And, um, yeah, I posted it on our on our page. That's so. cool. Very cool. But uh, so for you, what's like? You've got this thing going on now. You're kind of starting to find your flow. 
you're getting the guidance. What do you see? Because you can't you can't pick results. No sir. You can't pick. What do you see as your next growth part? My my next growth part. Um, I'm not too sure really. I mean, obviously within a main thing I'm focused on right now within the next year and a half is getting as many pro points as I can. You know, um, obviously within the next year and a half, two years, I want to be doing some supercross rounds mm-hmm. and um, some pro motocross rounds. I'd, it's obviously the goal. Um, it's just really just if I can keep my head out of the dirt. Because yeah. uh, I've been having a problem with that recently these past couple of weeks. Is if I, I'm riding super well. I feel like I'm I'm really happy with my riding right now. I just can't keep my head out of the dirt. Is it? Is it? Are you pushing hard to prove something or is it just you're trying to go to that next step i i believe i'm riding over my head um okay. i have i've we've like been that. we've been working on that a lot recently it's just riding you know how jet he's always saying ride at 80 mm-hmm. percent um and i've been working on that a lot is not pushing as hard as i can you know for the whole moto i'm really working on riding smooth and hitting my marks and calming down especially on that 450 you can't ride that 450 like it's a 250 or a 125. You know, you have to be low and slow. And yeah, that young kid has taught all of us that the 450 can be ridden like a gentle beast. Yes, and it's amazing how it works. Speaking of the legend himself, he was at Dade City with us this weekend um, for a few hours, uh, just hanging out, jetting his dog. It was yeah, just hanging out before um, he leaves for Arena. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> it was. It's cold. Like I said, you. You see these guys on TV, and yeah. they're usually somewhere with you here yeah. in Florida. You know, they he lives five minutes from Dade City. Um, but with you, um, I I I notice. I know, like you said, you're riding over your head. I think I, as I've dove deeper into the riding of Caleb Groves himself, he it, it it barrels back down to the stamina thing that he's he's had an issue with from day one. That we're now, I think we got a hand on it. Um, I think I told you when you were racing Chad Reed there. I don't remember what what race was that Florida series was, or something. Florida series at Dade City. As I said, don't push. Like, if you got to make a hard charge lap one, that's fine. Then ride your race. We talked about this last weekend too yep. at Gold Cup. I'm like, ride your race, make your pushes. Lap five and lap six. So if you got a you got a guy that you're watching, watch him. Don't don't push because you're gonna. I know you. You're gonna wear yourself out. Yeah. And I think last week, last weekend, he took a hard, a hard digger. Yeah, it was. It was questionable. Um, but you could tell he was pushing. And I think had he listened and just rode his race, I think the outcome would have been different. But it's just you know figuring out those those minor, those minor imperfections. But you're only what a year back into the sport. Yeah. So he's doing well. And then you bring the guidance into it. It's it's all coming together, but it it takes a while for it all to click. Yeah, I think that that so those actually those that was the last moto of the day. Um, yeah. Those first three motos actually, I I did kind of I was calm, I was relaxed, yeah. I was watching the guy in front of me, and I ended up being able to pull up to him like on the last lap, I believe I was right behind him. That's what I said. That you just put then put your charge on, and yeah. you know Heath and I, we we all sit, we watch together with the future team, and we sit, we watch, we we critique him the entire time, like. And then he comes back, and it's you need to be hitting this line instead of this line, and it looks so much faster because you watch all the other guys doing this line. Mm-hmm. So he's learning. He's learning a lot yeah. as as we pretty much take this journey that I've kind of just stumbled upon. I mean, we it's 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 
a team that's been built over the last few months, and uh, it's coming together well. I well, think. the only way to get race craft is to race. Yes, sir. I mean, it's, you can practice it all you want, but yeah. getting those gate drops and that the that hard work to get to that gate drop is all that stuff that we talked about. The boring, the boringness of success. You know, like I used to do tennis and Roger Federer would say like success is boring. Yeah. Like it's really boring because I get up, I go to work, I train, I eat, I sleep. Oh, by the way, I made $20 million last year, <laughs> you know, because, but, but my day to day existence is boring. And, and that success, I can tell you right now, Jet Lawrence is much fun as you all think he's having his day to day routine is not fun. No, it's terrible. I mean, that's why to see him out at Dade city, uh, Randy Yoho, the owner of Dade City, is just like it's not every day you get to see Jet Lawrence just pop in. Yeah, yeah. But right now it's kind of calming for him, you know. Yeah. And, and that's fun. Yeah. As much as everybody thinks that that's what these guys do for a living, they do love racing. Yeah. So to just come out and to be able to be a person and not have a camera in your face yeah. or like he was having a blast, just walking around with his dog, talking, and it's we've talked a hundred times. You, they're still people. Yeah. And you don't get to, we treat them as people, but the average fan is, you know, running up to them and, and this and that. I feel like, yeah, the average person, they don't, they don't realize that they just look at them as like a celebrity, you know, they, yeah. don't, they don't realize that they're actually just yeah. normal people and that's they're, how they want to be treated. They're still people. They're not machines. Yeah. yeah. So I want to, I want to dive in. Speaking of that, he comes out and he did that ride day with his brother and they did all that stuff. But for you on the lower side of things, I mean, maybe one day we'll say we had a star here at the table, but I I have heard you have really good rapport with the kids and I want to know what drives that. Do you, do you feel like you have to, or do you feel like it's just something that was natural for you? No, I just, I, I I love kids, you know, and I, I feel like if, when I was growing up, you know, I always wanted that kind of, you know, you see a fast guy out there, you know, you always wanted them to, you know, talk Mm -hmm. to you, you know, like you, I feel like I, I have the opportunity to you know, do that with the kids, you know, kind of be that figure that can help them, you know, train and, you know, just just be nice to them. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I've I've, I've always been kind of good with kids and stuff like that, and I I just I enjoy, you know, kind of being that for them. You know, kind of being a person that they can look up to. Because I think that's a cool thing. I mean, that's something that's kind of that. It doesn't make him more successful. It doesn't make him no. better. It actually probably hinders his quiet time. But I think that's one of those, if you hang on to that trait, that'll go a long way. Because to a lot of these kids, you are the fast person at that track. Yeah. And that's what, that's the track they know. And I think that's a huge... So when you're having a bad day, knuckle one of those kids. Which, by the way, Dade City, congratulations. Your exit and entrance there. The kids love the fact that they can knuckle riders as they're leaving yeah, the yeah. track that is that the high fives on, oh, the, oh, yeah. I, on the fences I, yeah. and I love that so much yeah. just coming off a of moto and there's kids hanging off the fence yeah. and they're trying to get a high five I love that and they so don't much. care where you finished yeah. they just want no. the high five yep. yeah. I, the best is watching the little kids try to knuckle the little kids and they don't quite have that balance <laughs> down and they're like wobbling all over and they're trying to hit high fives but no Dade City congratulations that is a great way to not only draw more people in mm-hmm. but to give guys like Caleb the chance to Hey, thanks, man. I yeah, think, I appreciate that. They don't know he finished fifth, third, crash. Yeah. They just see a dude coming off the track and like, hey, look at him. Yeah, so I, I love that aspect of that track. You know, they've always been really good with that. And going back to the kids thing, like I, like I said, I just I've I've always 
you know, being close with kids and stuff like that. I just, I, like I said, I want to be someone that they can look up to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, you know, there's, I'm not pointing any fingers at anybody, but there's some guys that, like, they think they're fast or whatever, and they just want to be assholes. That's that's where I was going to get at is there's actually not that many riders that want to deal with any aspect of training with anybody else. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would say the vast majority of them don't. Yeah, there's money involved for training children or um but i myself can pinpoint very quickly the guys that don't want to do it you know they'll do it they're training kids they're they're out there but they're you can tell that they're not into it or they or they take a they almost wrap a finger around the faster kids and then the other kids get kind of put back in the backlight of it and that drives me crazy um bowen loves to train with that he actually they just trained a little bit here at the house while we were you know waiting on you to come and he's been talking about it for weeks and there's a lot of kids you can just sit on the line that look up to him because he's the fast guy at Dade City um so I always try to like you know every 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 race that or every time that I'm not on the line I try to be on the line you know with those kids you know just kind of like hyping them up or you know giving them high fives and you, know, so you can do that, but you got to have your water bottle and your electrolytes with you. <laughs> oh yeah, so that we can, we got to keep working. Because as I as we told Rylan, hey man, we want you to do all this extra stuff, but remember you're a racer. Yes, sir. Like we want you to do this outside of the because we're working on that with Rylan on some other stuff off the track, and it's like we want you to remember no matter what, you have to pay the bills. Yes. So we want you to be that person because I'm telling you that, that that pays dividends in the long run. The people that are signing autographs, golfers, there's, there's a group of golfers, pro golfers right now that will literally sit out until dark. They may not have won the tournament and they will sign every kid's thing. Well, guess what? They are building a group of people that are going to be fans of that sport mm-hmm. and fans of theirs beyond the time they're playing. Yeah. And, and you have the chance to grow, grow the sport and, uh, Hey, we have, the rain. we have some more rain. It's there Florida, it baby. <laughs> but anybody, anybody can sign an autograph. And I'm, I'm a firm believer if you can sit and talk to a child as you sign the autograph and, you know, talk to them about them or just give them 30 seconds of your time. It just makes them feel special. They are going to remember every oh, little yeah. ounce of that versus you just signing a piece of paper and handing it to them. I wouldn't even sign an autograph. I'd spend the time with them. And yeah. Grab their dirt bike and maybe sign the little dirt bike or the little, you know, the little yeah. toy bike or their Tonka truck or whatever. I'd be like, oh my God, he, he signed that for me. <laughs> I, I make that difference of walking through their pit and saying, hey man, I was watching. Good job out there. And I try to do the, that a lot. The four seconds of your time that you spent to come over the father at that race. And I got his daughter's name right. And he's like, man, thank you. You got, you got her name right. And I was like, well, I think she's a really good writer. And he's like, You've been watching? And I'm like, yeah. Like, that that made that man's mm-hmm. moment while he's focusing in on watching his daughter thrash out there. And by the way, she's still fast. So yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember her name now, but she's fast. <laughs> <laughs> it right. happens. Yeah. But, yeah, with, with him, he's he knows our, our child well. He knows a couple other children are well. But after he has their, their little pep talk and talks to them, he still goes right down the line whether he knows them or not and talks to as many as he can um and they they all remember that they 
that that track is so family oriented. It oh, really yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that's why I fell in love with that track. Is because everyone that goes there is like yeah. family to me almost. Yeah. Like yeah. I've been going there for fourteen years. I know almost <laughs> yep. everybody there. And you got you got the people that complain about it. There's always going to be complaints no matter where you go. But it's State um, City, you have to complain about it. Yeah, like, you <laughs> have to. They have <laughs> probably the most phenomenal operation, in a, out of all of them. Yeah. Whether whether there's negativity or not, um, not not everybody's perfect. They're yeah. Randy himself is still human. Yeah. He has done such a good job with that place. So, yeah. And guess what? He can be an ass. Yeah. He can uh, be an uh, ass. You you have to be. Yeah. If if you go to Gatorback, for example, and watch these kids ride pit bikes in the in the pits, and then you go to Dade City, like I told my wife, now do you understand why Randy has roles? Yeah. Because you're watching one tens, kids six seven years old on one tens just jumping jumping across roads where yeah. cars are coming in and it's ridiculous where Randy does not put up with any of that. And that's, that's kind of the one thing I like about Dade city is like, I can trust my kids to play in the sand by the road where at Gatorback, if they're not right beside my camper, they're not, Yeah, yeah we're looking for them. Yeah. I, I got a trick for you. The next time he does his little pep talks for the kids, follow him, listen to what he's saying. And then you tell him exactly the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. Cuz he's saying what he wants to hear. Yeah. <laughs> what what I tell him is not what I'm going to say on these microphones because he I ain't talking to him like a child. <laughs> but that feeling is what he's wanting to share. Yeah. Is that same feeling he's wanting to feel. Oh, I think I, I, I think I, I talked to Caleb a little bit differently. Hey, I've had I've had coaches tell me I have very colorful speeches, so no, whatever it takes. Then again, like when I was coming up, I I had this boy. You know, his name is Wilfredo Guzman. He oh, actually, yes, yes, sir. Yeah. I I love that man to death. He growing up, you know, I trained with. He was uh, training with uh, Moon Garretts and Maggie Ants, Maggie Garretts. You know, the whole Garrett yeah. family. And I was kind of there with them, but like I looked up to him. You know, when he was training me when I was younger, and God, I remember like, him on mini bikes. Yeah, he he's oh. outstanding. But what's he doing now? He act, he still works for UPS. Okay, but. Uh, he is actually riding Aiden's old practice bike now for future MX. Okay. He's making a Charlotte Reddit this yeah. year. I wasn't going to talk about this. I was going to say if, if Caleb wants to bring up future MX stuff, he can. But I, like we, we talked about this, but I wasn't going to be the one to, to <laughs> no, drop I'm, the ball. I am curious because I, my wife and I actually, I kid you not, a week ago, Michelle's like, remember that little kid who had the wild hair? Because <laughs> he did. He used to have wild, like yep. big old hair. And, and she's like, we used to go to practice because I, when I first learned how to ride, I went to class at Dade City as a 31-year-old man. And we used to watch this kid, and I was like, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, That's so cool. But, yeah, he's, he's riding Aiden's bike now, and I believe he's making a shot for Loretta's this year. And But, anyways, going back to that, like, I kind of had him, you know, to look up to yeah. as, like, you know, just a trainer. And he, he always treated me, like, like kind of like how I treat the kids now. Like, mm-hmm. he always just talked to me and, you know, sat down and talked to me, and I – really enjoyed that when I was a kid and that's kind of like what I want to you know it's all confidence at that yeah. point in their lives I mean they're they're dumped into a sport that's so physically demanding mentally demanding yeah. and then some of the parents like we've talked a hundred times are very demanding yeah. and they're doing things that the average five-year-old to eight-year-old are never going to experience unless they're in the sport so yeah that little that little little boost of confidence is it goes a long oh, way. And how, then some. How old am I about to feel? How old is Wilfredo now? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. He's not He's not a kid, though, anymore. No, sir. He He's actually, he's building a house now. And oh, like that good thing. Lord. Um, 
I'm I, I can't so be how old. old he is. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I am so Do we want to get into this? No. <laughs> I just, it, when I tell Michelle that, she's going to be like, what? He's what? I mean, because we just remember him as a little kid. And, and yeah. I'm glad to see he's around. I'm glad to see he's doing well and, and around because he was one of those kids that, as an adult, I was like, oh, if I could ride like him. And I was an old man, and I'm like, if I could ride like him. And, and people are like, that's never going to happen. And guess what? It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. Here we are talking about and him. Huh? Yeah, but that's that's awesome. And what, can, 20 years later? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 20 years later. 20 years later. 51 years old, and that's 31 years old when I started. So, yeah, it's – Yeah. I mean, but that's awesome. I'm glad. So you're home with Future now. Are you, are you going to be their pro guy, or are they still going to venture off into that? And if you can't say anything, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to dig. I'm actually <laughs> just curious as to their structure because I know they had changed up their structure some. So as far as I know right now, we're we're focused on the amateur side. Okay, on okay. the amateur side right now. Um, yeah, we're we're really we're just focused on the amateur side right now. You know, getting through minios and Loretta's and yeah, and I think that's good. I th- there's nothing. There has to be those teams to to get you there, yeah. you know. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the reason why Future is popular is because they are more amateur oriented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, like give you know, it the name alone. Yeah, Future yeah. MX. Makes I mean, sense. That's what I said. When I I have no digs on Future at all because there's not many teams that support you. We got HPI that has a phenomenal uh, amateur program. Future has created a phenomenal amateur program so you and i's team we have past mx yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) but but how many how many other teams can you say that are at that at that level that are providing true amateur rides yeah and i feel super fortunate you know to be a a part of that i mean like i you know growing up i never really thought well you know there's always the hope but i never really thought like it would get to the point where i'm at right now like they they you know, when they came up to me, it was kind of like a switch. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I can do this. Yeah. Like, if someone had faith in me, you know, to sign a contract with me and stuff like that, maybe maybe I could do this. So I am, again, super fortunate for them. So you're on a Cowie. Yes, sir. What Can we say what kind of gear and all that good stuff from yes, head to so, toe? So Fox, I we're sponsored by Fox Gear and okay. Oakley Goggles. Um, that's, that's what we're running right now. That's who we are. Are you head to toe, Fox? Helmet, uh, helmet boots, all? Boots. Uh, right now, I'm running. So I'm right now. I'm running a Shoei helmet. Right now, it's just one that I had when I was younger. I'm actually, uh, you know, Danny from Fifty Three Graphics. He painted this helmet for me when I was younger, and I kind of wanted to represent him too. He's um, been on our podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. So he he's a really nice guy, and he's helped me out a lot. Um, but he he painted this helmet for me when I was younger, and I feel like I just wanted to represent him too. So I'm I'm running the Shoei helmet. Uh, I, he did actually have a a super cool custom fox helmet. I gave him and he he did it up for me. I ended up crashing and you know, broke the visor <laughs> on it though, so can't run that one no more. But yeah, he that's kind of everything Fox and Oakley except for the helmet, just because I wanted to represent him a little too. How about how like as a kid when you're growing up, the logo that we all remember, Fox, yeah, Fox logo, Oakley, the Oakley the Oakley goggles. I mean. We all buy Oakley sunglasses because we all thought the O was cool. And I mean, that's not a bad sponsorship deal no, to not at all. get to go out and bust out some Fox gear and some Oakley goggles. That's really not a bad sponsorship. I mean, not there's so many all. good companies now, but that iconic logo of the Fox. Yeah. 
You can't I mean, complain. Kenny, like, Kenny's gear at the last race was sweet. That mm-hmm. the world tour gear that was sweet. Oh, I, Caleb busted out some sweet uh, oh, pink yeah. and blue gear this week. It was. I figured I'd throw a back living with the pink and blue. I I loved that gear. Did, well, was that the old Kawasaki? No, it was. Uh, it's some of the new stuff they just came out with. It's like. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just it's like pink, blue, and white, and it's kind of like it looks like it's all mixed together almost. I thought it was really really cool. So did you run the silver rims? Uh, <laughs> on the one twenty five, yeah, the old one twenty five, <laughs> yeah, 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 for a solid two laps. Because Kawasaki, <laughs> it's so funny because Yamaha introduced their bike in old school graphics. Yeah. Kawasaki introduced their bike in old school graphics. I'm like, okay, are we all going back to old school? Like, are we, like, are we going back to silver rims? I was and I was really a fan of the. The way the YZs looked when they oh. did their 50th anniversary. It looked yeah. really it was, good. It would look really good. I, I, I think the purple rims actually were kind of cool, but I don't think there was a YZ with purple rims on it. I really don't. No. I, I don't remember. I, I don't believe so. No. Somebody had... Axel Hodges yeah, did... Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, Axel Hodges did a nice anniversary bike. For, uh, the, for pur- the LA Coliseum. Yeah, purple wheels. Oh, my God. It looked beautiful. That, bu- that bike was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan of the the stock aluminum look on the wheels yeah. but he did the purple wheels well i've gotten used to my blue wheels i honestly thought i would hate it and then just you know the year i got mine they the yz's came in blue but mm. did you see mxgp they introduced theirs as well same old school graphics the kawasaki but they had black rims and people were like oh which one's better and there was a banter back and forth on but i was like dude back when this bike came out because they were wearing the old school fox gear for uh, pro circuit and it was like there weren't black rims back then. You had gold rims for Suzuki and Yamaha and uh, Honda, and you had silver rims for everybody else. And it was like that fits, like retro look that oh, yeah. actually fits. And like you were talking about the purple and blue, you just get, you're very fortunate because there is a history that they can pull out that iconic stuff. Like yeah. Seven can't pull that out. No, you know, they they can't do that because they're too new. Mm. Flies actually somewhat new they can't do that fxr can't do that but like fox and thor could pull out some old stuff and be like hey guess what we can do this we got yeah. the, fa- the factory phil jersey that's yeah, pink. yeah 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 you oh know? yeah i've yeah. like that's up, i've ancient. always been a fan of fox gear too so i am i'm really like fortunate to you know to be able to run fox gear yeah i, I love their year they I say if have. you if you feel good and you look good you're gonna oh, ride yeah. good too yeah oh yeah that, that adds good? 20 horsepower right there you there. go well <laughs> i have to say this is a this is our truth part. I have to say I'm very happy that you feel that you've gotten that guidance because my world life was coaching and we were talking about you one day at the races and I'm watching and I literally walked over to Derek and said I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not he is but he wants to meet with us. That was us. the Chad Reed day. Yeah, and he's okay. like yeah. but he wants to meet with us. He's a nice kid and I'm like I'm not impressed. And that's just the world I came from, but the fact that you have figured out what the weakness is and guess what this is what i need help with and you're doing that cool like awesome like congratulations i'm very happy and i'm happy that getting a contract working with good people around you that is going to make a difference it is like in every race that i do i try to get uh, some footage of it you know i kind of like watching film you know like the, the boy last weekend he came out with a drone and you know recorded every single one of my motors with a drone and that helped me a lot to you know figure out the faster lines or what I mi- had a mistake in, yeah. what I could do to you know just shave off some seconds. You know, what I mean? and that that I really enjoy you know watching footage back and realizing what I did wrong and capitalizing on that. I feel like that helps me a lot. There's a guy that lives in Haines City that really enjoys watching footage. 
and breaking things down. James Stewart himself. Yeah, J- James. People don't. He realize, don't live there anymore. Well, he still does his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He people don't realize that. Yes, he was talented, but he watched hours, hours of video watching mm-hmm. riders and breaking things down. He knew their tells. Like he knew when I see this, they're done. Yeah, and that's that's how. And so there's there is an art and a skill and the fact that you're willing to do that but guess what since you don't get to go out when you're at home at night you can pull up those videos and watch them yeah. and you can analyze and you'll have plenty of that that'll be your bedtime i actually, i did do that a lot <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'm laying in bed right before i sleep i'll just watch old videos of me writing and you know just yeah. thinking to myself like what i can do better and you know what what i can work on you know just with the writing aspect to improve see i like i like that and that's I like, the right mentality yeah, i like because, it um I, I would say a couple months ago you weren't at that point. Oh, no, 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 no. And then we, we kind of click this drive into you yeah. that this can happen, but this is what you got to do. And I feel like just this past couple of weeks, yeah. it's like something's flipped, like a switch has flipped, and I feel better than I ever have on the bike. You know, I just I feel good right now. That's, a, that's I, good. That's, I think, a few weeks ago. That's when this happened. But yeah, that's yeah. We, yeah like, it was because that's my thing is I'm I'm not a – I'm not a racer. I understand athletics. And I watch, and you just can see, like, I don't care if they're the fastest. Do you see the drive? There was a guy at that race. He was taking an alternative line coming up on, like, right across the start and finish line, Mm -hmm. that hard pack turn. He had a line, and I was like, hmm, I wonder why no one else is taking that. And he was gaining so much time because where Mm -hmm. everybody else was coming in hard, he was coming in slower and accelerating, almost straight lining. And it was like, that's just crash. He's yeah. he's seen something that said this might be a better option, and that's where that taking pride in your racecraft versus just I'm a racer, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're taking the time and you're doing that. No, I'm really proud to say like, hey, I'm glad I got to meet you. I'm glad we got to sit down with you because, and I'm going to be very honest. I I I, I was like, man, it's it's it is what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's I just said. yeah, it's just it's just another local kid. Yeah, whatever. You know, there's not there's no heart in there, but. The fact that you're willing to accept that, that shows there is a drive and a heart mm-hmm. in there. Um, I'm looking forward to the next couple of months. Minios, and that's the thing, too, is guess what? It may not be perfect at Minios. I mean, there, there's a lot of pressure at Minios, yeah. too. Exactly. And that's the same with Loretta's. It's, I see all these memes on, like, Facebook or social media that are like, Dad dumped his life savings into you getting, you getting into Loretta's and you come home with a tenth. Yeah. That's phenomenal finish. That's awesome. mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't understand those memes because just to get to Loretta's alone, you're top in the nation. And then to pull a 10th, you're top 10 out of that class in the entire nation. Like, I, I don't get it. It's it's mainly just a lot of people, if, in my opinion, that couldn't get there or, you know. Looking from the outside in. Yeah, yeah. and uh, jealousy and the whole nine yards. But just the work involved to qualify for Loretta's alone is I really, I don't phenomenal. think people realize how much work it takes off the bike, you know, to be successful on yeah. the bike. No, you're just riding a motorcycle. It's why it's so hard. It's not that hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's more mentality than there is skill. There's so much that goes into, you know, just being off the bike that will lead to success on the bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, my biggest question of the whole night is since you're with future and they do do some FTR races, are they going to allow you, once Minios is over with, because that's in November, there'll be one or, one or two 
more FTR races to end this, like the January, December, January, are they going to let you bust out on some pre-mod stuff? Just at least that for the fun of it? Oh, I hope so. Uh, actually, <laughs> my contract with them ends in November, and that's where we're going to rene- renegotiate okay. and whatever. So, um, you got to put that in there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do enjoy doing those FTR races. Like, you know, this weekend, you know, actually, RJ Huss, he, he grew up racing uh, FTR races. So, I, I, I really did enjoy doing those FTR races, and if we do sign again, you know, which would be amazing, um, I am looking forward to doing some of those FTR races. Like, I really want to do Monon Hill and Aid City this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Monon Hill. Monon Hill is fun. That's fun. That's a fun track. You would enjoy that one. That's what I was told that this weekend, actually. Yeah, you would enjoy Monon Hill. It, is that the one where they add a little bit of motocross yep. track into yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like... There's a step up. See, nice. that, that I would find enjoyable, and there was... Um, I said I, I would love FTR if I could do like a MotoGP type of deal where like Waldo's doing or Spider's yeah, doing yeah. where you could mix the the motocross in with the woods. Yeah, yeah so they actually like, it's like the fourth mile in I believe last year was they had like it's it's like almost a mile of just motocross. Yeah. Know? Like they have you know uh, they, last year at least they had like a ski jump almost downhill you make a 90 you come back up and they have like tables and doubles and they have this the infamous you know step up yeah. as you were saying that would be fun and they have a they have a grass track section out back yes and it's literally probably a mile and a half of grass track so like you're literally going through the pasture mm-hmm. and you can cut corners and slide and mm-hmm. depending on if it's wet or not like what your traction is but you're fifth gear like you're fifth oh, gear yeah. and you're on it and you're like hey i wonder how fast i can go yeah, and and you just have busted out of the sandy wood section and then all of a sudden it gives you that grass track old school feel and then there's the motocross and there is elevations and there's rocks and a lot of diversity yeah it's a different florida track than what we're accustomed to yeah see that's like enduro to me is the the wide variety and it was it's cool but no i'm hopefully hopefully they're seeing something in you and the growth in you that makes them want to re-sign that I, i think that would be that would be cool just to give you that full shot the hey let's we started this let's let's see it through for one year but like like they've always you know implied it's it's all within the budget because you know it's it's just rj huss and you know it's uh mr brian and all of them like there's a bunch of people in it but it's it's really just what they can afford because you know yeah. they don't have anybody else like a big like helping them out it's really just it's all out of their pockets yeah so you yeah. know it's, they do have the facility coming on right now and they're they are putting a lot of money into that which is phenomenal for them and for us um but really it's it's all in the budget so if they, if they can afford it um but yeah, like, like I said, it's 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 been an honor, you know, riding for them, and I would love to continue riding for them. But like I said, it's just it's all in their budget, you know, what can, what they can afford. Yeah. yeah, that's cool though. That's that's and guess what? That's part of the business. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's, I think Matt told us that same thing sitting here of like, dude, it's, it's this is what we can do. Like, yeah. and people call and like, I want this, and he's like, man, I, I'm telling you what I can it's do. It's still a business, and somebody and, still has to pay. And for RJ's got to say the same thing. Like, man, I would love to. Derek and I would love, would love to be able to put Ryland's bike on a truck and say, fly yourself there. But guess what? We're going to be driving there. Like, (laughs) so it is what it is. Like you do what you can and hopefully they continue to grow and they can offer more. And, but they are a local team. So Mm -hmm. we have to, we support those local teams and, and. I'm excited. I'm excited that we got to sit down with you. I'm 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 glad we got to sit. when when Derek said, "Hey, we can do the podcast Sunday." I'm like, "Okay, okay, I'll make it work. I'll make it work." Yeah. No, I'm I'm glad that we we made it work and um 
It's going to be fun. Uh, what is it? October 28th. We're, we're racing the money race at Dade City. Is, is that the same weekend as the pumpkin race? It is. Oh, I am so excited for the pumpkin race. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> I could Forget the money, the money race. race. I don't care about the money race. We, we've, been ta- the we've been talking race. about this all weekend. <laughs> um, Dade City, I think it's the 28th and the 29th, somewhere in those dates. Whatever. That weekend is a money race at Dade City. We've got Triple Crown at Dade City, I4MX Triple Crown Series. We've got the pumpkin race. We've got the Halloween costume contest. Um, what are we I'm building kill this year? It at the Halloween contest. Oh, the costume contest? I'm going to kill it this year. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you got you to gotta beat De- Derek. made I the damn space shuttle last, last year. year. What were you last year? We made the space shuttle. Oh. I think I, th- I think I think I did show up for the Halloween one because th- last year it was like when I was only riding, you know, a couple of yeah. times every couple of months. Um, I didn't I know I, you at that point, but yeah. we, we built the space shuttle last I think, year. I think I do remember that. You, gotta, you, you know, this year I think you need to do a Chinese dragon. <laughs> so I have an idea this year, and it is not going on this because yeah, you don't want to share it. I, nobody's going to hear about this, <laughs> but it's the, I don't. It's not as good as last year, but I think it's still pretty cool. So, we'll, we'll talk about it here later. So is this Dade City Money Race? Is this something that Chisholm's going to come off the couch for, or is he going to be in World Supercross at that point? I I don't know that I schedule. I don't know. Because um, like, if there's money, the schedule. If there's money. Chisholm's like, hey, I need some more cabinets in this yeah. house we're remodeling. So, <laughs> but I think, like, I've been talking to our rider Ryland. Um, I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a phenomenal weekend anyway. Like, it's going to be fun. That's that's the one weekend at Dade that is literally a blast. Yeah, I mean, we have fun every weekend, but this is this is that one race where you get to watch guys at, at our statute that are on bikes holding pumpkins. Hauling ass around Dade City <laughs> Motocross track no, for I'm two not, laps. I'm not doing it with you. Oh, I'm doing it. You can find a partner. I, I got partners. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna tear this race up. But as Randy Yoho himself says, is these guys are idiots. Like <laughs> I don't suggest this. I don't know why we do it, but we do it every year. Yes, they do. But it that that crowd there is is awesome it's gonna be i can't wait for that weekend um, it should be a good with, with the fact that there's the triple crown too yeah uh i guess that'll also bring in some extra people for that night as well that are going to get to see that weekend what that weekend means in yeah. florida motocross and then the next year will just it just grows and grows and grows um the date the dade city typical race weekends are getting bigger and bigger oh yeah um, I'm just just from this year alone, they've been getting yeah, a lot of more, a lot more riders. Yeah, yeah, it's growing a lot, and they've Randy's putting the money back into the place, and it's and he just put in all those new lights. I think he said he spent like eighty thousand, eighty thousand dollars on lights. On, oh, so they, LEDs. Yeah, it's oh. it's like daytime. So is, is it still just the short track or the short, the night track? Does it has the lights for our Saturday night races? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if he would like branch off and do the whole track. I think because of a, the time constraint, like we're already pushing. I think pretty much midnight when when we went off to bed last night. Yeah, it's, I think they don't get done with racing until about nine, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. Yeah, oh, wow. it was like eleven yeah, o'clock yeah. last night. Yeah. So, so the mean, city, the to city. race to race a yeah. full mm-hmm. the full track would just be too much. Nah, that's cool. That's it's awesome. So, like I said, like we said two weeks ago, Florida racing is it's time. It is it is this time of year, and for you, you've got to try to balance that what do I really need to be racing and what do I need to like, Hey, I'll be a spectator this weekend and watch because like for you, that pumpkin race is fun and the money race is fun. Less than a month after that is mini O's. And it's like, I've really got to, you're kind of building for So everything you're working towards 
at this point is just for that week. Yeah, I need to definitely need to be picky and choosy on what I need to be racing and you know what I like you said what I should be sitting out yeah. on you know especially focusing towards mini O's. Yeah, um, need need to be careful. So is there three or four rounds left of Gold Cup? Three. Three. Three rounds. Okay, so three rounds left of Gold Cup. And then I guess, will you also do Winter Ams? I, I believe so. I, I uh, We haven't really talked about it, but uh, I'm, I think I'm going to be wanting to do Winter Ams. I want someone from Florida to go up and do that Ultra, is it the Ultra Series up in North Carolina where they do the uh, the Arena Cross type stuff? I don't, I don't think I know that one. There's there's a series up there in the winter time that it's it's a, almost like an arena cross type series. It's not a it's not the big one, but it's like in the winter time that they do a, a series up there. And I'm not sure. I want I want somebody to like bust up and go do that one time. Just see what it's like to do these almost barn type arena. Yeah, because they like do that the would be really fun though. I yeah, love the arena cross stuff. And they like, pay out. They have pro classes and they have the amateurs and they have you know so all the tracks are built for. The littlest kid can ride yeah, on it, so there's, there's nothing that's going to be like daunting. You're not going to hit your roof, your head on the roof as, <laughs> yeah. you, as you're jumping a triple. But um, so I have a question, and you, maybe this is something you can give us an answer to at some point. They're restructuring Arena Cross this year. There's actually going to be two Arena Crosses in Daytona. I've this seen year. that, and I am ecstatic about yeah, it. Yeah. So now that there's the futures, is there going to be a route for people? just to go do arena cross too so like to get some skill in those tight confines mm -hmm. is that something that as you're working towards it that would be something you might do oh yeah 100 percent. like i i i i want to try all of them you know future arena cross like i mm -hmm. i want to branch out you know do more indoor racing stuff like that because i've always enjoyed indoor racing yeah same um like tighter tracks technical tracks i've always i feel like i've done super like excelled in tight technical because mm -hmm. that arena cross series this year is very national i mean yeah. they're racing they're everywhere colorado oklahoma grand island nebraska which for those there is a airport in grand island nebraska but they're racing there and then they're doing two in daytona and it's like whoa man this is like they're all over the place i think the daytona ones are gonna be fun yeah. um i'm gonna at least be at one of them well, during sure. bike week I know. It's, we're already going to be there. We're there for Daytona regardless. Yeah. Um, PAX is holding a huge money race mm. Yeah. off the books right now. It's going um, to be a very busy early part of the year in Florida. But I think there's going to be – there's a lot more for our sport yeah. coming that week, and I think that's going to be huge because as much racing as there is here, there's not as much pro racing yeah. um, per se Yeah. at that time of the year. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really, really good. I'd love to see you at some Marine Cross races. We can, I, I would love to we're be We're going to make that happen regardless. I think, I think, be, I think it'd just be fun. fun to see what it's like, like actually see yeah. what it's like. Because I, I think Rylan, when he told us the first night he rolled in for the night show, and, like, you're looking up and you're beside somebody, you're like, wait, I watched him on TV, and now I'm beside <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. And the lights are on, and he's like, that feeling, that, that, that emotion of – Oh, it's not daytime anymore. Like I'm actually on it. So actually, I th I believe back when I was in Supermanies, we did one future round. Uh, I think it was in Atlanta. Okay. We did one, so I kind of got a little bit aspect of that. You know, like walking through the tunnel and stuff, getting on, like to ride on the big track. Yeah. I mean, it was the cut down amateur side of it. But yeah. actually, I raced against Jack Chambers in the Supermanies. Oh really? Yes, sir. Uh, he he waxed my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it was I, I think it was us, me and him battling like one and two, I believe. Yeah, I ran into Jack's dad today, literally passing by. He was helping Zach. Mm -hmm. And I ran into uh, Jack's mom, 
at the start line. She didn't recognize me. She's like, oh, well, hey, how's it going? Because we grew up playing tennis together. And then Jack gets into motorcycles. By the way, for all of you, Jack's dad, Jason, was a really good dirt bike rider. Jack's mom was a really good dirt bike yep. rider. Really? Well, she knocked me on my ass one day in a, in a, in a hair scramble. We were racing, and there she was fast. And she passed me. And she got hung up somewhere, and I passed her back. And she came back by me. And literally, I did not get out of the way. And she just, boom. <laughs> and their daughter's pretty quick, too. I mean, this is, this is, a, this is a motorcycling family. family. But yep. it just cracked me up because, like, Michelle always makes fun of me. She's like, you got knocked down by her. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> so, but uh, against it. I think I think you've got a good future, whatever that means at the level, because we've talked to Rylan about it. Like, being successful doesn't necessarily mean being Jet. Yeah. Being successful is however the best Caleb is, that's what you got to become and you're on that mission now and that's the fun part and it's going to get tough and guess what when it gets tough you call Derek or you call me or you reach out to RJ and you reach out to those people that are there and they're going to smack you on the hiney and say hey we're here for you but <laughs> deal with it so I think it's awesome I think I think it's a great journey that you're on it happens pretty regularly <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, to, to be bluntly honest it happens yeah. pretty regularly like get your head out of your ass yeah. because it, it, it does but I, I need it it, yeah. it, it helps me, um, yeah. but like I like you said, I am really excited for the future and like what we can accomplish. And awesome, I'm I'm, I'm ready for it. Like you know, no matter what it takes, you know, the work that needs to be put in, I'm I'm prepared. I'm ready. And we'll give you a couple weeks off each year to go let your hair down and go party, <laughs> but not right now. No, uh, right right I, now is prime time. So um, I, I'm not interested in partying no more. <laughs> I've been there, done that. I, I'm done Finally worked that, that out. <laughs> I have been working on this kid for a month straight. I'm like, no drinking. You're done. And I, I haven't. Finally, yeah. locked in. And I tell you what, this this weekend this kid was smooth. Like I felt really good. Smooth riding. Time. He's like, I haven't drank in weeks. I'm like, you can tell. You can like, see things. Yeah, it's it, in all seriousness. It was like smooth riding um was moto too you had a couple a couple of small little mistakes but yeah, like a nothing hiccups and i i feel like they were, that was mostly just because of the lap riders yeah it's you jumped in a class that you weren't ready for for one yeah. and um riding with sea riders and everything else it's that can be a, yeah, a dangerous a deal on its own yeah. but I, I i've never understood why tracks do that it, throw a and c together it's, it was like Open A, open B, open C, open beginner, all in the same Holy gauge. Holy Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Stuff like that is gnarly to me. Ooh. Like I, I've actually been in a race where we raced beginners one time. I was I was lapping kids the first lap. My bike got smoked mm -hmm. oh. on so a beginner come in and he couldn't pull the turn like I did. I was pulling the ninety and he T boned me. Mm. And I got stuck under my bike. He totaled the whole side of my bike. I had exhaust, all my plastic was junk. Mm. And I went. I remember this because I went up to that race. That was like 2012-ish. I went up to the owners, and I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, well, we've always run these classes together. I'm like, you you can't do that. My bike is destroyed. Now, I got to pay for that. You know, my, my leg was black and blue, hip down. But I, I, I will never understand or be able to wrap my head around that. It worked out. It works out yeah. well for some reason. Yeah. But it, it, that one incident where a kid gets landed on or – something of that nature and it's it's going to become a problem and i, I so. kind of feel like you know from their angle i feel like 
they're thinking if you're an A rider or whatever, you you can be you need to be able to move around. You them, get you around them, mean? but still, yeah. like there is always that kind of aspect. You, you know, to they can't hold a line though either. Yeah. You know, yes. they, you, they're very unpredictable. Sometimes the closing like, rates are a little quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little quick, and I know that as the guy that gets passed. Like, well, I'll hear a guy, and it's like all of a sudden, oh, okay, like there he goes. That's what I was telling him because when I raced um, Dade City Round One. I jumped in a C class and I had a guy that over a double who did not hold a line and he crossed as I was landing and I yeah. actually, broke all my ribs. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a mess. It's my own stupidity for stupidity for jumping into that class, but I thought just, you know, 10 years off, I might as well jump into something I should mm-hmm. feel pretty comfortable in, but no. Nah. That actually happened to me this weekend at dates or last weekend at the gold cup. Uh, there was this boy, it was they only put open A and open B together, but I don't really think he should have been riding open B to begin with, because uh, we all lapped him within the first or second lap. But yeah. he, I, I was lapping him, and on the there's a triple, and he ended up. I went way outside, like I was gonna go way outside around him, and he ended up cross jumping, and it pushed me off the track, and it just cool. just so I didn't damn land on him. Yeah, yep. there, there's always that instance of where yeah, that they, that dangerous factor where these. It, I don't, your heart gets up here a little bit. It's okay. It, it happens. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. get the unfortunate. Like, that's exactly what I tried to do. I landed on that double, and I shot right. Mm-hmm. But he literally pulled the entire outside of the track, and there wasn't enough room for me to go out around, and I just smoked him. Well, is there yeah. any other motocross stuff we need to talk about? We have we have MXDN next week. We have another uh, Gold Cup. I guess Dade City is off next week, so it's Gold Cup. And I guess right. another triple – I'm sure there's another triple crown – um, I don't even know where it is, but there is. Yeah, um, sure. They triple crown. They don't do it like uh, gold cup. It's not week after week. There's a couple breaks in between okay. a few of them, and okay. you know stuff like that. But yeah, Gatorback next weekend, gold cup. Um, expect, I'm excited. Like, for next like I said, we we expect a pretty good turnout. Caleb's gonna be pitting with us. Um, we should have lots to report on next week. Sweet, and, sweet. And uh, we'll get we'll make sure we have the results for. MXDN because I'm guessing there's going to be some pretty cool results off that. Um, yep. Who's going to win? What team? Ooh, I'm not sure. You know, Team USA, they got a good team this year with uh, Sexton and – Not uh, Sexton. Not Sexton. Sexton uh, Plessinger. Yeah. Plessinger, RJ, and – Christian. I'm, I'm excited to see how yeah. Craig does yeah. Yeah. because, you know, he's just coming back. Mm. It's a hard-packed track, so I feel like he's going to be okay on it. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like he, he also in his mindset has expectations to fill. Yeah. So – I think he's gonna go out there and perform. I'm excited to see how Plessinger does. Yeah, yeah. I this is this a, is I'm his a, riding. I'm yeah. a huge Plessinger fan. So. Yep. So I'm a little nervous for him because it's a little bit it's a little bit more hard pack track, but the crowd's gonna love him. Oh yeah. Between him, the Lawrences, and I don't know if Hunter's gonna run or not. I I don't know if his back is gonna be better. I haven't heard the word on but that yet. Australia's got a good team. France has a good team. The Netherlands always have a good team. But there's there's quite a few teams this year. I feel like if if USA can get a podium, awesome. Doing good. Yeah. We did good because there really are quite a few good teams right now. Yeah. And obviously we have Puerto Rico. So I do not. I'm for the life of me, I cannot remember the other two riders for Puerto Rico. But I'm just so excited that we have a, a literally a kid from Polk County yeah. is going to be riding in motocross the nations this year. Forty like, minutes from us. I mean, awesome. That is like that's really yeah, cool. To see. Like he lives in Auburndale and. A lot of the pros train at his facility. Even yeah. when he's been gone, they've been training at his facility. So, yep. um, so nothing else on your end. No. You want to give us some sponsors and who? Thank you. Want to thank anybody? And 
you know, uh, obviously Derek for helping me out every weekend. Uh, obviously, Future MX, you know, Fox, Oakley, uh, Step Up MX. Uh, you know, my parents, for one, you know, coming out and coming out of retirement, you know, to come watch me, <laughs> coming out of retirement of the old motocross scene, you know, come watch me and make it to some of these races. You know, Heath Thor, especially, for wrenching on my bike a lot and making it to as most of these races as he can. He's he's helped me out tremendously. Um, you know, uh, Danny for 53 Graphics, you know, for all, he's he's helped me out since the beginning, you know, before, even before Future MX when I just bought that two-stroke and was going out there and yep. just having fun. He's, he helped me out since then. and um, You know, really just everybody that's helped me get to the point to where I am, I cannot say thank you enough. Like, I am super appreciative of all of you guys. Awesome. Well, very good. Well, Derek, if you don't have anything else, I'm going to wrap us out. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been fun. That is Derek. He is with DBS Custom Fabrication and Handyman Services. I am Trey with Michelle and Trey Real Estate. We are Beyond the Curve, the MX Podcast. This was episode 30. By the way, how many other startups have gone 30 straight weeks without missing a week? Congratulations, man. That's been fun. 30, been fun. 30 in a row, and we will probably have 31 in a row before we take any breaks. So Thank you guys again. We're going to go eat some ribs. It's a pleasure. Yeah, get some ribs, some We're going to eat some ribs. Tear it up and it has up. been smelling good here for I don't know how long we've been sitting here, but boy, it smells good. We're going to eat. Let's eat. Let's eat. Let's do it. Y'all take care. Bye-bye. Yeah.